Episode 14, Blank Check and Big Green. That's us. Everything from NFL to Disney Plus. <laughs> CDJ. I like that. That's a good one. I like that one. Yeah, I really I like, like that one. That's us. Everything from NFL to Disney Plus. Just everything. Everything. <laughs> all that. <laughs> I'm on everything. I'm on Shroom. Uh, soon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Episode 14. We're back. We're getting into the middle of November, getting a little closer to the holidays, getting a little closer to spending time with your loved ones, and getting a little closer to the end of the football season. Excuse for the racket in the background. It sounds like a construction site. Oh, sorry. I was that going <laughs> off the wall? <laughs> I can hear myself. Guys, much better now. Much, much better. Uh, with this week, we got a little... A little, not a little thing, a big thing we've been talking about for a while now, and that's uh, Disney Plus coming to fruition. I know Jess has a couple things to say. I got about a lot that. to say about the Disney Plus. Go ahead, Jess. Hate, hate, hate. Uh, hold on one second. Well, I'm not hating at all, actually. I, uh, it's like just something we had talked about before, really. Uh, hold on. I don't have my book open yet. I'm still all getting set up. Give me a second. Keep talking, Chuck. All right, well. <laughs> <laughs> the Disney Plus came out this week Let's give everybody a shout out And a little bit of nostalgia from their time before As a child Probably spending most of the time in the winter in the house A little bit of things that I was watching this week Was everything from Even Stevens To Big Green To Brink To Blank Check And then we gotta, we're going to touch on Absolutely the new Mandalorian show Which was absolutely fantastic It was everything that I hoped for And a little more than I hoped for actually um, we might touch on a little bit of what's your favorite Disney movie from the past. Yeah, we can definitely talk yeah, about that. Definitely, I like that. Um, I know I like I'm a big a fan of the original Disney movies that they made themselves on the Disney Channel, um, like Brink, Smart House, Luck of the Irish, Motocross. <laughs> a little bit of everything. <laughs> a little bit of everything. Jess, you can start off and tell us what you think about the Disney Plus app. Uh, I'm not into the Disney Plus app. I will say that, but that doesn't mean I'm not uh, I'm not riding with it a little bit. But what I think is cool, what I wanted to say was how about Netflix and Nickelodeon teaming up to go against them? I think that's awesome. I think that's going to be awesome too. Yeah, I think the two uh, weapons deal. that they have in their arsenal, well, the one that they had before the Nickelodeon date that I've been kind of covering for a little bit is that their their biggest thing is they're, they're heavy into anime and they're heavy into international products, really, where yeah, for sure, yep. Disney Plus... Hulu, Amazon really hasn't cornered that market yet. Where Netflix is, they you know they have uh, immense amounts of Japanese shows, English shows, Spanish shows that are not even in English language that people around the the world can watch. Where this is where these other streaming services are lacking. Now where they jumped into the next realm was taking on that Nickelodeon um, stamp. Which if you're thinking about Disney Plus as much, Disney Plus as much as a child you have to coincide with Nickelodeon just as much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well said, Chuck. All I'm saying is when I was a kid, if there was a Friday night and my parents ordered pizza, I was watching the Disney Channel or Nickelodeon. There wasn't Absolutely. much else, maybe a little MTV mixed in, but that's died over the years. Video killed the radio star. Video <laughs> indeed did kill the radio star. Uh, what cool. I want to say, though, how what I think is going to be a big deal with um, the... With Netflix and Nickelodeon, they're also teaming up. Like well, that means they're with Viacom too. So that means because CBS is part of Nickelodeon, so is MTV, VH1, a whole bunch of stations, and a whole bunch of things like that. So I think that's the only way. Like I was been saying it for weeks now. I I thought Amazon, but now it's they're going with Nickelodeon. Yeah, and and they said they're teaming up with them to obviously acquire for their time of the um the contract or for however long it is. Um, they're gonna use the old uh nostalgia stuff to bump into n making new stuff. So you might see like a spin off of SpongeBob or something like that, where you know it's not just about us. It's about Donnie. You know, you have a daughter. Something that your kids are gonna launch onto, and your kids are gonna get views. Daddy daddy can i watch this can i watch that and then you also can show your son or daughter rocket power yeah doug yeah for sure are you afraid of the dark yep. ah real monsters that type shit <laughs> <laughs> oh there really was there were so many good ones oh there were definitely Is that, did you guys have a favorite nickelodeon show growing up oh that's tough <laughs> uh cartoon or show either either one uh, um, I would say show. I'm gonna have to say probably Pete and Pete. Yeah, that was a dope one. That's a good one. That, oh, yeah, and then Rock was my. Oh no, Ren uh, and Stimpy. 
Uh, yeah, Ren and Stimpy. I'd say the Angry Beavers was pretty dope. Angry Beavers were banging, actually. Yeah, 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 I really definitely. yeah that was a good one. Doug was awesome. Hey cat Arnold. Dog. Yeah, Cat Dog. Hey Arnold. Let's see. Legends of the Hidden Temple. Remember yes, that? Yes, that's the other one I was thinking They just of. recently made a movie of that, actually. It was Fucking on like Hulu, awesome. but it's a Nickelodeon like produced yeah. movie. It was like and a live actually, action. Yeah, there's actually... Have you guys uh, heard of Pinky Malinky? No. It was on Nickelodeon. <laughs> I have not heard of that It either. was on Nickelodeon, and it got cut from Nickelodeon after like a season, and then it be it went right to Netflix. It's been on Netflix now. I think it's on its like third season. Oh, shit. It's probably... Huh. Yeah, it's probably my daughter's favorite show right now. Really? What is it? Pink- Fucking awesome. Pinky Malinky. It's a little bizarre. <laughs> I can't say I've ever heard of that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's pretty funny, though. Definitely some uh, good adult humor in it. I definitely recommend it. I like any show that's got like a little bit of adult humor. Like that is always good. Yeah. I mean, that's what, in our day and age, that's what Nickelodeon kind of built their, their tower on, is putting a little bit of uh, humor for your parents while you're watching the show. Yeah, for sure. Where, like Rocco's Modern Life, like Ren and Stimpy definitely had some racy stuff going on. Oh yes. my God, a whole yeah. ton of crazy. Yeah, the episode you, of Rocco's You ever go back Modern... and watch Ren and yeah, Stimpy you now? you seen the episode of Rocco's Modern Life when they're all naked for like the whole show and they just have like no, black blocks like over them? Yeah, like heifers like in the kitchen like getting milk out of the fridge like butt naked. <laughs> Shut up! No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, that's definitely a move for them. That's 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 gonna be profitable in the end, and, and that will keep them in this this race that we'll we'll see developing. It's a big race going on for yeah, sure. Yeah, it's a big race. Very going racy. On. And there's <laughs> definitely gonna be a lot of people fall through the wayside, or you're gonna see a lot of these like team ups where you know Hulu, I've been you saying get Showtime, it. I've been saying and HBO, that. whatever. And that's definitely something. Going back to Disney Plus, it was a little slow when I first opened it on Monday. There was some kinks, yeah, but they, I mean, I'm sure there were millions and millions of people on there. Yeah. So there was a bunch of kinks. I know I was excited. I had the day off, so I woke up first thing. And, and I feel and, like everybody was on that. Yeah, I'm sure. Just like when you get like a video game the first time, that always crashes. You can't play Call of yeah, Duty. So yeah, every, si- every single time. The Mandalorian, to start off, that was like the premiere jump off for the Disney Plus network. It's um a spinoff of the Bounty Killers in the Star Wars trilogy or the Star Wars world. If you will, it takes place after the original New Hope saga and in between the new Skywalker saga that we're finishing up this winter. Yeah, I thought it was going to be sick. I thought the show to kick off of the first episode was a little short, but it gave me like a little bite of everything that I wanted. It had the action to start it off. It had that Star Wars humor For that sure. was that was like kind of corny, but also like really it's funny. It's Star Warsy. Yeah, and then you got a little taste of like the nostalgia of the old giving you a spice that will come for the new that you don't know what's going to happen. I mean, I don't know if we're going to get into spoilers. Maybe we should wait another week for the people, but the ending of the first the episode The ending was insane. It's definitely a mind So crazy. That was crazy. Um, my favorite part of it is figuring out like the voices of the people that were in the show. Yeah, you were saying, yeah, remember Nick Nolte? Yeah. The, not to give away any spoilers, the blue guy in the beginning of the episode is Horatio Sands from Past SNL Yeah, but that's seasons. not going to give anything away. Yeah, Nick Nolte's in there. Um, you also have the the Mandalorian is Pablo Pascal that played Prince Oberon in Game of Thrones. Yep, yeah, he was yeah. in the Narcos series, and then uh, a great director in my eyes. He directed uh, Thor Ragnarok. He directed the JoJo the Rabbits in right now theaters right now. It's Tika Waititi did the voice for the uh, the the battle bot that was in the end of the episode. Yeah, he was sick. That dude was sick. The battle bot was dope. Like going back to old Star Wars um, stuff. You like seen these bots and like the comics and stuff, and they're like, oh, this is what it does. But you never really seen it done. It wasn't like God. What was his name? General Dooku or whatever. In the first, he had like the swinging. Oh yeah, he had like the but six he lightsabers. Fake. He looked fake. Yeah, he looked wicked fake. And this dude looked straight real. It was yeah. really cool. So just like starting off in the first scene of like the Mandalorian, I'm not gonna get into spoilers, but it totally gave you that feel of like a western. Yeah, for like real. The dude he really pulls did. up to the bar. He's like, "You spilled my drink, burn it." Yeah, yeah, dude, that part was sick when he first came into. Like he was like, and he didn't even he had no hell yeah. He wasn't even scared then, of him. That was like I, what I liked too. It reminded me of Han Solo when they were in the bar. That's what it reminded me of. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. a lot like that. Yeah, and. It also didn't pull back. I know it's like a, it's not a rated R show or anything, but it didn't hold back from some of the violence. Obviously, there's no, not, not at all. blood or nothing like that. But what is it rated? I think it's rated PG. Really? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I might be wrong, but yeah, I, I have think no it's idea. PG or PG thirteen. But I mean, like I said, there's not. No, it's Disney. You're not going to see no, anything crazy yeah, like that. No, especially with such a big uh, name brand attached to well, it. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. 
like I said, the droid was nuts in, in the end. That was sick. That was really dope. But the future of what's going to come in this season looks really cool. The overall like set shots and the way it looks, it looks like absolutely beautiful. Yeah, for sure. It's for really sure. cool looking. Um, and then we can move on from there. Another movie preview that I've seen this week. With a few adjustments over the past five or six months... We had uh, the new Sonic the Hedgehog trailer. Oh, it looks so much better now. So, yeah. so, so much better. <laughs> it does look better. Donnie, did you check that out? Yeah, it looked fucking ridiculous before. Now it looks pretty good. But, it, dude, it kind of was funny, though. No? Like, the preview was kind of funny. Oh, it's definitely going to be good. For like, sure. He's like, oh, I want to check out the biggest ball. Uh, uh, Yarny's like, oh, already went there. Wasn't that good? Yeah, big, he big, come big, running big, back. Big. Yeah, that was hilarious. It's <laughs> definitely going to be really... Sonic is kind of funny, dude, too. Dude, did not... Am I wrong? Or did Jim Carrey look different, too, amongst... He did look a little different. That's like crazy he, you I say that. I thought he had like longer hair or something. Now it's like cut down to like a yeah, like a. You buzz know what? Cut. I think you're right. I gotta find the old the uh, the old preview now. Yeah, because this is another name brand that they can tap into and make some money. Oh, a whole on ton these, of stuff this with this. Sega, this old Sega Nintendo, and there hasn't been a fucking video game movie that's pulled off like a really good one. Don't you hate on Mortal Kombat? Yeah, the original. They're making an yeah, the original was now. good. The second They're one, making a trash one now. We'll see that. I wasn't it rated on. Huh? That wasn't rated R? I don't know if that one was rated R. It might have been PG-13. Yeah, you're probably right. But the new one's going to be rated... <laughs> the new one's rated R, uh, and it's done by um, James Wan. Oh, so sure. that one's going to be dope. Yeah, I'm re- we'll look forward to that one. They start filming and stuff. I don't even think they've gotten that far, but it's definitely happening. Dr. Robotnik, Jim Carrey, like I said, really kind of had me geeking in that preview. And it kind of gave you like a little a little taste of something. Yeah, it's going to be... I think it's going to be really good. Yeah, and the and the fact that they went in and put the extra money into redoing it because the fans were like, "What the fuck is this?" is something that is um is dangerous as 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 much as it is profitable. Uh, yeah, because now every yeah. every movie that comes out, the fans are gonna think they have a say in how it's made. Yeah, well, yeah, that's like that's just how people are, though. This is just a straight nostalgia episode. The next movie preview we get into. What I was going to say, too, I was I got distracted a second ago. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is going to be coming out, too, with a cartoon on Netflix. I was reading about it with the whole Nickelodeon thing. That's one of the like the main shows that they're going to have come out is going to be oh, a remake well. of that. That's cool. I wish they would go back to like Sorry, the, the, ori- jump back to that. the original like one when we were kids, like the original, original. Uh, well, I guess that's what they're doing more like that because you figure it's, it's Nickelodeon. It's going to have to be. Was it on Nickelodeon? I don't know, but I was just reading it. That's like they have, maybe unless Netflix maybe has the rights to it, and they're using Nickelodeon as the, as like the yeah. Well, I know they Nickelodeon does like the newer ones that have come out. They they were the ones that were in charge of the, the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so they probably have the fourth going now. I don't know if Domino's or Pizza Hut's gonna get the sponsorship with that show. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Um, carrying on with the theme that we kind of got going on today, the new preview for, uh, I don't know, Raggy, uh, Scooby-Doo. I, that looks like it's going to be good. <laughs> Donnie, did you check that one I out? I did not check that one out. It, dude, at first I was like, do we really need a Scooby-Doo movie? But I, I think we do. Dude, the trailer was really good. I, you know what's funny? When you told me about it, I thought it was actually like a, a movie movie. I didn't like realize the, it was even like animated. And Jr. then when I opened it up, I was kind of souped that it was animated. Scooby-Doo-Doo. Oh, where <laughs> are you? Yeah. <laughs> I'll definitely have to check that out because I um, love Scooby-Doo. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. Every- yeah who doesn't? No. Who doesn't love yeah. Scooby? I'm not going to lie. The trailer was kind of like a little tearjerker. When he's like, I don't yeah. know. I never met Scooby before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When that like shows a meeting. He's like, his, his first name Scooby. His like, middle name Doobie. Last Doobie name Doobie. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Zach Efron's playing Freddy. Really? I didn't even look to see who was there in it. There wasn't like a lot of, lot of, there is a lot of famous people throughout the show, but the main gang isn't about, uh, the gang. Will Forte's playing Shaggy. Will Forte's mad funny. Who's that? He's from SNL. He was on like The Last Man on Earth, McGruber. If I see, I see. Nah, not ringing a bell. I'd probably know not him at all me either. And I probably know, as soon as I see him, I'm going to know exactly <laughs> yeah, what you're talking about. Yeah, you definitely know him if I showed him to you. Um, but yeah, it kind of, kind of looks good. It actually reminds me of a little movie I watched off Disney plus this week to go back. Oh, is, get uh, out of here. is the goofy movie. Do you remember the goofy movie? Oh yeah. You texted me. You said you were watching it. Yeah. That was a banger kid. The goofy movie. Yeah. Stupid. <laughs> Donnie, did you ever see the goofy movie? I did not. Dude, stop it. You never seen the goofy movie? Powerline is in the beginning. Like, I've never seen it either. Holy shit. 
Oh, dude, that's a good one. That's a flick. That's a fl you guys aren't living. I guess we're not. I mean, <laughs> you guys are not living until you see. Until yeah, we... you're probably right because I feel like I'm dying right now, to be honest. But... Yeah, yeah, we got a sick guy on the pod right now. No, it's a little, we just, well, we had pink eye last week. And now, now we got the flu. We let him go early last week. He came back sick. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> this poor bastard. I was just trying to make some money to feed my daughter. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. What were we looking up? Now I'm all... <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly who that is now. Now I know who you're talking about. Yeah. So he's like an SNL, uh, SNL vet, if you will. <laughs> yeah, but that's like... I mean, this week's really just jumping deep in nostalgia. It I really is. I just looked at my phone. The new SpongeBob trailer dropped for the next I, movie. I never liked SpongeBob my oh, entire I life. I was talking to someone SpongeBob. about this I today. I love me some SpongeBob. I never yeah, got into too. it. I don't see the humor in it. I don't know. I don't know. I never have. But I was oh, just talking seen, about it. Never seen Patrick in the rock race? Come on, Rocky. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I love SpongeBob. Any other previews that anybody watched this week that they wanted to touch on? Yes, I do. The Man oh, where is it? The Mandela Effect? Did you watch that preview? I did not. Oh, my God. How am I ahead of you on previews? Did you watch it, Donnie? No. Oh, man, it looks dope. I'm just, I think the Mandela Effect is like one of the craziest things ever. The actual, like, if you know what that is. Uh, but you gotta watch the preview. I can't even explain it then. Fantasy Island? Did you watch that one? I did I watch that Fantasy one. Island. That yeah. one looks like it's gonna be sick. Like it's actually looks scary. Like, yeah, Blumhouse, I wanna be scared. Blumhouse again, kind of. I was reins. gonna say that to you. You because uh, almost every scary movie now is all Blumhouse. Yeah, I mean since Halloween and and the other one, uh, Don't Breathe. All these big ones in the past three years, they've pretty much taken these small five million dollar horror movies and making a fortune off of them. Yeah, it's crazy. I, I and could, they're. And they're doing it well. I never even noticed it till you had brought them up. And now I feel like every fucking preview I watch is Blumhouse. Yes. Yeah. And there's a, rumor, there's a rumor coming out that Blumhouse is going to take over the Scream franchise and start that over again, which would be cool. Wow. That'd be pretty sick. I know they tried to do the show on MTV, but that really sucked. Yeah. Yeah, that show was terrible. The Invisible Man. Did you check out I did watch that, that. Yeah, I watched that too. So obviously that dark universe that they've been filming, that one that they did, The Mummy with Tom Cruise, totally shit the bed. Yeah, I didn't watch so that. So this is kind of like a Blumhouse. Yeah, it was, that one's Blumhouse it too? Blumhouse too, yeah. So they've taken the reins on this where it's going in like a very horror direction. And almost, did you ever see that Kevin Bacon movie, The uh, the Hollow Man back in the day? I remember, I, I don't remember seeing it. Yeah, it was kind of almost a touch on that, but... It's given like the Invisible Man like a horror theme to it is what it's really doing, yeah. which is pretty cool. Um, another movie that I wanted to touch on was it was nothing else actually. Jesse, oh, was there another one that you had? Nope, just the Mandela effect. The Mandela effect. Yeah, that's it for movies. That's all I got. Was that it for movies this week, Donnie? You got anything? No, for I movies? didn't have any movies this week. Okay, I guess we can go right into the NFL for this week. Man, it was an interesting week in the NFL. So where do we even begin? The 49ers got handed their first loss. Yeah, I'm so glad to see that. Yeah, yeah in a very defense-heavy game, if I may add. Um, and overtime was fucking mind-boggling in that game. Yeah, it was pretty wild. I was at work, so I didn't get to watch the game live. I Then I listened to some of it on the radio on the way home. It looked like Russell Wilson had the game, gave it away. Jimmy Garoppolo really couldn't keep his fingers on the game at the end of it. And uh, after a couple kicks in overtime, the Seahawks came away with it. But it was pretty close to being a tie, actually. Yeah. Well, what it comes down to is Jimmy Garoppolo, a lot of people were very upset with his play that game. And overall, he really hasn't had a great season. He you hasn't. At, no, he the, hasn't. the team, the defense is absolutely phenomenal. The 49ers' defense is unreal. Uh, besides their defense, their running game has been awesome on offense. But Jimmy Garoppolo has been putting up wildly mediocre numbers. Yeah, that wasn't like the super most entertaining game of the week. The most entertaining game of the week to me was the Titans and the Chiefs game on oh, uh, man, Sunday. That, that with was the, wild. Uh, Kalu blocked the kick at the end of the game. All of a sudden, Tannen Hill's a championship quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> the only might... thing I actually even seen was the San Francisco game. That's the only game I watched. Yeah, uh... I'm pretty sure Miami wants to shoot themselves in the foot between Tannen Hill and Matt Moore in the past couple weeks. Um, Humphreys came out with a big catch at the end of the game, but the ending overall of the game was super entertaining. And at the end of the day, dude, which is super crazy, is that um, Mahomes still threw for over 400 yards, and they fucking still lost. Yeah, three touchdowns, zero interceptions. He had a phenomenal game. Uh, they just yeah. 
And that just goes to show how bad uh, the Chiefs' uh, defense is. They really don't have much of a defense. And that's kind of been the chink in their armor all year so yeah. far. They're an absolute offensive powerhouse. Yeah, and I the agree. Titans have been kind of coming on slowly, slowly, slowly. And obviously making the change to Tannenhill over... Um, Mariota. Mariota was a good choice. That uh, What the hell is the coach? Uh, Mariota was just... He was either hot or cold. He was uh, hit or miss. Um, some weeks he'd come out there, he played good football. Other weeks it was fucking horrendous. You look at the way the Titans started off the year, they absolutely smoked the Browns to start the season off. And after that, it was kind of up down. They'd beat some decent teams, lose to shit teams. And right now they're uh, in contention to get a wild card spot. Yeah, so we'll Titans see. are a good team. We got uh, Vrabel back there coaching the team, doing some things. He seems to be happy with the outcome of the Tannenhill move. Moving on, Jesse's team got their first big win. Uh, yeah, you like that? You like that one? <laughs> Every dog finds. I couldn't a believe it, dude. I could not pavement. believe it. I really, I could not believe that one at all. And they beat them, the Saints at home. They really like they put a whooping on they, them. They too. fucking kicked the shit out of them. It wasn't For, even yeah, they really close. did. I couldn't believe it. We're talking twenty six to nine. It wasn't even close. It was and an I absolute mean, blowout. You gotta say every team's gonna have a bad week. I'm still not thinking about putting Teddy Bridgewater in. I don't care how bad the game was. No, 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 absolutely not. That short thought shouldn't even cross anybody's mind. It's Drew Brees. He's one of the greatest to ever do it. They just couldn't. They just couldn't score. They got no. down in the red zone. I'd say four or five times, and they just couldn't pull the trigger. Which I mean, it happens sometimes. And and well, obviously, no, what it is, it's those divisional matchups. Any division game is like you see it all the time. Like the Patriots, they, look at how dominant they've been over the years, and they would always lose to like Miami at Miami, even if Miami was fucking terrible that year because it's a divisional matchup. Divisional matchups are always tough. Yeah, and always. the Falcons, you know, and the Saints being in the same division, the Falcons put a fucking beating on the Saints. It was a surprise, but it, it even it surprised me you, too. I, I I just I went to go check the score. I was like, no way, no yeah. way. These are like, yeah, yeah, the same way the Dolphins have been feeling for the past two weeks. <laughs> yeah, I, I've been feeling. Well, look at the Dolphins. They just beat the Colts. Granted, yeah, the it wasn't have Jacoby. Yeah, they didn't have Jacoby. They had Hoyer, and Hoyer is exactly who I thought Hoyer was. You went out there through for what? One touchdown, three picks. No, Hoyer's still developing. He's still in the early developing years. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Hoyer's been with almost every team in the NFL. Hey, the guy's Terrible. got a pretty paycheck. I'd love to be on the. He's got the best seat in the house. I go out there. The I go out there and be a punter, and I'd be good with that. Yeah. <laughs> but there was there was a lot of good close games this past week. We had the Chargers and the Raiders was a close one. Raiders Dude, Philip up... Rivers was getting his fucking ass handed yeah, man, to him. That, in that, that game. poor bastard. Dude, he got smashed right the fuck up in that and, game. And it's crazy because the Chargers are one of the most inconsistent teams in football. They absolutely kicked the living shit out of Green Bay the week before. Then they come out here and lose to the Raiders 26-24. Yeah, Rivers was sacked four times and threw three interceptions. You're not going to win a game doing that. No. And the Raiders are starting to heat up, if I don't say so myself. Yeah. I mean, what Gruden's done with this defense is is I'm pretty freaking good. I mean, Derek Carr ain't no superstar, so they're not putting no, the Derek Carr's up. putting up good numbers, though. I think he has like 13 touchdowns, four interceptions or something like that, which is really, really good numbers. He's kind of a sleeper quarterback right now. He's doing well. I like they're definitely uh, a defense-heavy team. They're looking good on D for sure. They're stuffing yeah. the ball right down people's throats. Oh, definitely. Besides that, um, you can say it, Donnie. You can say well, I was, it. I was going to move on. <laughs> I was going to move on to the Cardinals and Bucks, but you know what? Why not the Browns and the Bills? Yeah, uh, your boy pulled off. Ooh, I knew that was coming. He did. He did. Um, and the Bills are a good team. You know, they really are. They got a good defense, and Baker Mayfield hasn't turned the ball over in two weeks. He almost did it. Dude, he almost, he almost tried to give away the game in the fourth quarter. Almost. He threw one. Luckily, the guy didn't catch it. But... Yep. <laughs> oh, Luckily. Yeah. Dude, the thing I don't get is Odell targeted over 12 times. And Odell dropped the ball, what, two or three times that game? Yeah, and one a, well, of a couple of times. Well, that, the one that I was just talking about that was almost intercepted was poorly thrown. But... He's been thrown to 12 times. He only had five receptions for like 30 yeah. yards. Well, on. he's trying to force the ball to Odell. Yeah, because they just don't have the chemistry. No, they don't. Not right now, at least. Um, but he that has was more a big chemistry issue. on the other side with Jarvis Landry. He does. Well, Odell dropped a touchdown pass in the end zone. He also dropped a crucial uh, second down one. Luckily, he ended up going to Landry the next play, and Landry made a great catch and a great play out of it. Um, but let's not forget, uh, Beckham still has over 500 yards on the year. He's still averaging on pace to get a thousand yards. Um, so he's not doing terrible. He's just not scoring touchdowns. And let's, let's face it. Beckham's dropping a lot of passes. 
a lot of fucking passes. And Baker got out of the game and no interceptions, so you got to hand it yeah, to him and on he that did, one. Yep, same thing last week, Almost too. Almost only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades. <laughs> That's right. Two touchdowns, no interceptions. They beat a good team with a good defense. Now, right as we speak, they're playing the Steelers. Uh, the Browns' schedule gets significantly easier. They got the Steelers twice. They got the Miami Dolphins. The only tough game that they have left is the Ravens. And just a jump-off point from that, why does every fucking year at this point the Steelers start sneaking back in? Yeah, they're the se- uh, second half of the year team for sure. They really do, and it, it boggles my mind because I fucking hate them. <laughs> <laughs> Well, as we speak right now, the game's going on. The Browns are up seven nothing in the first quarter. Let's see. Everybody knows Donnie's the getting closer to that fifty bucks. <laughs> getting closer and closer to that fifty bucks. Uh, honestly, man, it might be too late. The Browns need to win at least six of the last uh, seven in order for me to have a shot at. In order for them to have a shot at making the postseason, do I think they have the potential to heat up? Yeah, of course, but you never know. It looks like they're starting to play. As a team, finally. And can I just get a consistent no around the board? Because I already know the answer here. Does anybody give a shit about Colin Kaepernick having a private tryout for teams this week? Nope. Nope, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I really don't. Um, I'm if so the guy st- wanted to play, he could have played three years ago. Yeah. He could have still been holding a clipboard and been a backup quarterback. I'm so fucking sick of hearing about him. I really Yeah, I'm am. not a fan of him at all. No. And what makes him so special? There's not any other quarterback that's not playing the game right now that couldn't have a tryout. Dude, he was good for one year with the 49ers. He was good for one fucking year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, highly it. overrated. There's a reason why like a lot of people are like, oh, you know, it's the fucking NFL's blackballing him, all this fucking bullshit. No, the guy literally He doesn't have enough talent. He, he got He took out. the money. He didn't get blackballed, he took the money. He took money. For be- he took the money. He was so a- now he's going back on the money. So if it's something that he really, I mean, I don't blame him on in, the money part. But no, I would have took the well, money. I don't, th- I don't think he's anything to write home about. No, I he was a one-dimensional player. When he got figured out, he got figured out. He could fucking run the ball. He could not sit in the pocket and pass. And when he got forced to sit in the pocket and pass, he fucking sucked. And that's what it came down to. That's why he's out at NFL. It has, in my opinion, it doesn't really have anything to do with him fucking taking a knee. The guy sucked. And while we're on controversial things, uh, Josh Gordon, as you know, got traded to the Seahawks. And he made a comment this week when they asked him about how we like playing for the Treehawks, the Seahawks. And he goes, well, it seems to be I'm trending upwards on quarterbacks, which they didn't ask him about quarterbacks. And he throws a fucking direct jab at the GOAT, Tom Brady. Yeah. I know, yeah. dude, Russell Wilson is awesome. Obviously, he's not the GOAT. But why the fuck no. would Josh Gordon go out of his way to say something like that? Like, yeah. dude, the Patriots helped you out in a time of need. Right. Don't get me wrong. When it was time to get paid, they kicked your ass to the curb. <laughs> Why would you? Why would you go? Why would you go against him? And why would you go against Tom Brady and say something like that for no? No, need that was whatsoever? fucking ridiculous. Like, let's face it. Like, uh, the Patriots, you know, took a shot on Gordon. The guy was a fucking head case. He ran into issues, you know, with the failing the drug tests. Grand Marnier um, nips on the way to practice. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> the Patriots took a shot That's with a the fucking thing. guy. They didn't need to take a shot with him, and and they did. And now he's over here, you know, fucking running his mouth and taking shots at. Tom Brady, it's like gonna take shots at him out of all people. The guy took him on, took you under his wing and tried helping you, and now this is how you fucking repay the guy. I don't know. I'm, well, I'm disappointed. An, I'm disappointed. He'll make, for, he'll make for an interesting ending of the year if the Seahawks keep playing the way they are and the Patriots keep playing the way that they they're playing good football. Who are. knows? It's it's very potential that you could see them both uh, playing each other in the Super Bowl. Possibly. And um, I guess we can move on to my fucking heart-wrenching pain-in-the-ass team, (laughs) the Cowboys. They just can't fucking win a game, dude. They can't put two games together. Every first quarter of every game, they go down 14 points. Like, how do you expect to win a game with the talent that you have if you're in the hole to start off the first quarter? Then you have the Mexicano-American clapper as a coach that claps like <laughs> like he's a fucking fourth four year old fucking JV or um midget coach if you will I just don't understand it. Uh, you, you need go, to get rid of Garrett. He needs to fucking go. I'm sorry. He's fucking I, terrible. I thought there was a turning of the guard when they were letting Kellen Moore call the plays in the beginning of the year, but obviously the reins have been shifted around at some point. I don't know if Jerry Jones has a fucking direct phone line to Jason Garrett, obviously as a puppet down on the field. This ain't Princeton, Jason. So uh, also you got 
Ezekiel Elliott, 47 yards. You have to be better. You're the highest paid running back in the league. You have to be better than 47 yards. You have to be. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Absolutely. On a lighter note, Dak Prescott's cha-cha before the game. Did anybody see that? <laughs> oh, oh, that was pretty see, fresh. Dude, it. that was hilarious. I don't know what kind of hip gyro-rhythm that is, but that was awesome. <laughs> huh? You didn't see it? They had I like didn't all see it memes. at all. Oh, he's like a salsa dancer with the ball on the side. <laughs> Dude, it's so funny. It's absolutely hilarious. It if you haven't impressive. seen that, check that out. But, I mean, the Vikings are a team that I thought I thought this was going to be the game for the Cowboys. This was their defining game to take their fucking season in their hands and put a fight in, and they didn't. It comes down to game management, I think, in the fourth quarter, too, which is Jason Garrett all the way um, and Rob Marinelli also, which they've been talking about getting rid of him for fucking four years. They still haven't pulled the trigger on that one. But overall, the Vikings still look good, they're, too. They're a really good team. Kirk Cousins, once again, he came out there. He played good football. He didn't turn the ball over. He didn't, yeah, have, eye, he didn't have eye-popping numbers, but he threw for two touchdowns, zero interceptions. He played solid football. What was it, like 220 yards passing? Yeah, he did what they needed to do. Dalvin Cook, arguably the best running back in the league. Uh, he's a top three in my eyes, right up there with Christian McCaffrey. Um, Christian McCaffrey is so, unbelievable. Uh, he's a freak of nature. The guy has 989 rushing yards right now. 989 rushing yards, and we're fucking halfway through the season. And throw another almost 400 receiving yards on top of that and 14 touchdowns. The guy's a freak of nature. Um, that game, you know, if we want to switch over to the Panthers-Green Bay game, that was kind of – that came down to bad officiating once again. I feel like uh, there was one of the worst calls I've, I've ever seen in my life. It was uh, roughing the passer on Aaron Rodgers. In the end zone, it was third and long. Uh, Rodgers got hit as he was throwing the ball, and they threw a rough in the passer. They said that the guy who hit him put his body weight down on him, which watching the play a million times over, he clearly did not. It wasn't even fucking close. I don't know where they came up with that call, but it ended up giving Green Bay a first down when it would have had Green Bay punting out of their own end zone and putting and put Carolina right in good field position. So that completely turned the tides of the game and ended up being a really close game. That that literally fucked Carolina. And I hate seeing plays like that. I really and do. See, and seeing the little first no game of the year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's been an ongoing thing we've seen this year, this full body mass call, which I don't know if these guys are supposed to be in the matrix and they can levitate above the quarterback once they go in for a hit. I just don't, yeah, I don't understand, understand that. That's They're out either. there playing the game, Doesn't too. Make any sense to me. And, of course, you know the golden boy Aaron Rodgers is going to get that call every time. And he has. He got the calls against the Lions. He's fucking – he gets every call. Like it, I said, this is about the time of the year where you see Aaron Rodgers go down with a uh, an injury. So maybe they're trying to prevent that for ratings. <laughs> Usually he goes down for about four weeks this time and before the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But overall, it was uh, – um. Now we're starting to see the games dwindle down to not as exciting games because you're getting over the halfway point in the season. Um, This week coming up, we have the Patriots-Eagles, which is something I'm looking forward to. The Patriots got a tough road the next couple weeks. They got the Eagles. They have the Cowboys. They have the Texans. So they, they have no cakewalk coming up whatsoever. No, absolutely not. And if that offensive line doesn't get any better, I feel very bad for Tom Brady because this is becoming a serious, serious problem for him. If he doesn't have a couple seconds to throw that ball without getting absolutely smashed, nothing's going to happen for that team. Yeah. You know. Overall, I still feel like their defense is phenomenal, even though they did catch a beat by the Ravens. The one issue that the Patriots' defense has is with the run. That's their biggest issue, is with the run. Their secondary is unbelievable. You can't throw against their secondary, but running-wise, that's the problem. So I think their defense is good enough to hold them, you know, hold them there, but their offense needs to put up more points and do a better job overall. How about that uh, that Jackson run this weekend, dude? That was unbelievable. Oh, yeah, the that, spin? Dude? That was He's fucking unbelievable. crazy. He but is. But the thing is, like, how long can that last as a quarterback? He's got to develop He's going to fucking throwing. tear an ACL. He's going to blow yeah, something gonna, out. He's going to develop, which his throwing ability has gotten way better from last year to this year. Yeah. But, I mean, it's still not there. Yeah, It's like, what? They, they put a whooping on the Bengals last week, but it's the fucking Bengals. The Bengals are the worst team in the league. They, they don't have a win for a reason. With the most uh, ex-cons. Yeah, right? <laughs> uh, one, one game that I did want to touch on from last week that we haven't touched on was the Rams and the Steelers. What the fuck happened to the Rams? What no, happened I, to them? 
I bet you that team's really pissed off they gave Goff all that money right about now. Right. And they jumped the gun and gave him the money a year early. They didn't even have to give the money to the like, guy. Like, don't get me wrong. They're still in playoff contention. They'll probably end up, they might end up with a wild card, but they just got fucking beat by the fucking Steelers. 17 to 12. 12 points, it's all you put up? 12 points. You had one of the most dynamic offenses last year. One of the most dynamic offenses the NFL has ever seen, and you just lost to the Steelers 17 to 12. And what the, the Steelers fuck? are creeping back. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Tomlin will just need to trip a couple more players on the sideline. They'll be all set. <laughs> uh, Donnie, going over to your realm in the fighting boxing realm, what do you got for us this week? Well, we actually got a lot of interest in local stuff uh, coming up right now. Um, I've been uh, training uh, gun show uh, Gregory Howard for the Rough and Rowdy event that is going to be at, uh, in Providence on the 22nd. And uh, he's, he's looking good. He's getting there, man. Uh, like I said, the kid has fucking power. He's a powerful puncher. Um, we're working on the fundamentals and the form and all that right now. And actually, it's pretty wild. He actually just went viral today. Um, Bostool Sports put him on their Instagram page, and the kid got hey, over 500,000 uh, uh, views. You got knocked the fuck out. <laughs> 500,000 views and he also got I think it was like 15,000 likes in like a day so uh, that those numbers are going to keep climbing that's a big deal Boston Sports they have uh, 7.5 million followers on Instagram so for them to share his video in particular out of all the guys that are fighting rough and rowdy he's the only one that they shared so that's pretty fucking cool yeah, that's pretty dope yeah, yeah that, that show's totally sold out too that rough and rowdy yeah Yep. We'll be talking about that. I think we're going to get together, all of us, and watch that. So we'll give you our thoughts yeah. on some of the uh, the local guys, the the fishermen from Rhode Island. <laughs> yeah, there, there's some interesting ones. There really yeah, is. I can't wait to see it, personally. I've kept wanting to watch the ones before, and it just, like, never got to it. Because this one's in Providence, I really can't wait to watch it. Because I can't Yeah, I, I never, like, I've watched, like, some highlights, but I never actually sat and watched it before. Yeah, I can't yep. wait to see like the horrible accents and the horrible attitudes. Oh man, yeah. it's fucking awesome! I'm very, very much so looking forward to it. But also, the 23rd, the following day, is CES is having their big card. Peter Manfredo's making his comeback, which I'm really looking forward to. He was in the gym uh, two weeks ago, and I watched him do 11 straight rounds of sparring, and he looked he looked fucking phenomenal for his age. He looked really good. How old and, is he now? Oh, man, he's uh, mid-30s. Mid-30s. But uh, still, still very much so, man. He's still a very seasoned vet. Um, looking forward to seeing him make his comeback fight. Who's he fighting, Donnie? Do you know? To be honest, I'm not even positive. I know Gary Belletto Jr. Yeah. is, well, Gary Belletto III, third is making his professional debut. And uh, he was in the gym last night sparring. He trains he, out of your gym, too? No, he comes down there for sparring. But he, man, that kid could punch. The power ridiculous i'm i'm looking forward to watching him i think he's gonna have a solid career you also have nick delumbo local champion he's gonna be fighting on the same card so that card's absolutely stacked and actually this saturday um we're hosting um an event at fight factory and it's gonna be uh, some of the best local amateur fighters that are gonna be competing there so uh if anybody is around, doesn't have any plans saturday night and is looking for something to do come and check us out be a good time yeah, I think me and Jesse are going to check that one. Yeah, I'll probably Man. end up going over to that. Go yeah, go. besides that, in the fight world, uh, you got all this, you know, like we had the crossover fight with McGregor and Mayweather, you know, over a year ago. And and right now, um, you got different fighters calling each other out in different sports. You have Jorge Mastival, who is calling out Canelo Alvarez, which is one of the most ridiculous things I've ever heard. If he sets foot in a boxing ring against Canelo, he'll get fucking killed. He's a great cage fighter. He's not a boxer. Canelo is literally, arguably, the best boxer on the planet right now. This is the right dude now. who beat Nick Diaz? Yes. Yeah, and he called out Canelo in a boxing ring. I mean Nate Diaz. Yeah. Um, so he called him out, and now you got Nick Diaz calling Mastival out. He wants to fight him to avenge his brother. I don't think it's a good idea to come out of retirement and fight, you know, the best guy in that weight class. Not smart. I think Diaz would get fucking killed just like his brother did. Um, you also got Stripe Miocek is calling out Tyson Fury. He wants him in a boxing ring. Stupid. Stupid. Absolutely ridiculous. Um, I think that's another one of those fights that will, you know, Stripe, if, if it was in a cage, it would be a completely different fight. But in a boxing ring, don't even bother. Like, I know these guys want to do it because of the payday, 
You look at like the best UFC fighters in the world, they're making 500000 to a million dollars a fight. The best boxers in the world are making like $500 million. Yeah. So it's a big fucking difference there. Like granted, there's about a million and one fucking boxers that are making fucking two, three hundred bucks a fight. And, you know, it's only the best of the best that are making that kind of money. Everybody wants that payday. So that's pretty much uh, all I got for uh, fighting right now. There could be other fights coming up that I'm not, uh, I'm not positive about. We also actually, we did have uh, Richie, boxer from Australia. And uh, he actually passed away after a sp- uh, during a sparring session. During a sparring session. A sparring session. Jesus. That's insane, yeah. dude. That's awful. Pretty fucking sad. I yeah. Can't, I can't even imagine that during a sparring session. Yeah, no, I, I couldn't. I couldn't imagine. Um, young guy. Uh, I think he had over twenty victories, only two losses. Really good fighter. The guy he was sparring was a solid fighter. It, it was like as he was going over to his corner, I guess he just collapsed. Um, so that's definitely tragic. Another yes. fucking tragic moment in boxing. But God rest his soul. And yeah, I think we can kind of move that's on from I, our I, boxing. One thing I forgot, I wasn't even... No. <laughs> 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 but uh, do you guys see Chris Carter got fired from FS1? Yep. What? Chris Carter. Did he really? Yeah. Why? Yeah, uh, I, I'll, <clears throat> I'll tell you right now. I like Chris Carter. I think Chris Carter's awesome. I think it's just because he's very... Uh, he's very... S- animated like he's a very big personality i think because from what i was reading he what pissed him off is that tony gonzalez is actually doing the thursday night show now and he's all jerked because he's getting the main spot instead of him now and i guess they called him in to go talk to him from what i was reading and he got into a huge beef with the um with whatever his boss is or whatever and they left he left in freaking uh like security had to escort him out i guess he was acting crazy and Chris Cantry is replaced. Canty is replacing him. He used to play for the Cowboys. Very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, mean, I, used to, I don't know I the used exact fight Chris that Scott they have, but I love it. it. Well, it didn't say, it, from what I was looking up, it didn't say anything about that. It was just that he was basically. They replaced him with a Cowboy right after the Vikings beat him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I guess it all stemmed from the whole Tony Gonzalez thing. He was jerked off. He, I'm sure he just put up a big. He probably just got in a fight with well, the Well, I boss. mean, Chris Conn has been doing this. Broadcasting a lot longer than Tony Gonzalez, even though I think Tony Gonzalez is good at, at his job. Since 2016, also. he's been there on FS1. Because I remember I liked him when he was on uh, was it on the HBO inside the NFL. Yeah, yeah, I liked him on that. Remember, and he came back and played for a year in uh, Miami. You remember that when he was all old and he sucked. <laughs> <laughs> One more run. I'm like, Speaking of that, in the next couple weeks, I think you'll see uh, one of my favorite receivers in the past. 10 years, Des Bryant has been uh, fighting for his comeback. And, uh, I mean, he got picked up by the Saints last year, what I thought was a good move, and then tore his ACL in practice. But I watch him on Instagram. The guy's an absolute beast. He's one of the most hardworking wide receivers to ever do it. And he's only 31 years old, dude. He's only 31 years old. So, I mean, maybe a little time away may be a little more humble. He can come back and maybe get it. There's a couple teams that could make a run that could use him. Yeah, New England can use him at this point. Well, we'll yeah, that could actually, be one speaking for of sure. New England, I think Keneal Harry is going to um, play this week. I think so. Yeah, I think he was active this week. I've seen that. Yep. Um, just touching on a little something else in the sports world, the uh, the Celtics are on a run right now. It's the first time they've started the season 8-1. and one. Unfortunately, that comes with bad news. Gordon Hayward fractured his hand the other night. In oh, the game. man, so sad. Yeah, but I was listening to an interview with Brad Stevens today, and they said he's in super good spirits. It's not even in the same dynamic as what he did last oh, year. Oh, obviously, that was yeah. fucking... So, he, so right now they're looking at it. They're looking out. He'll be out like five weeks. So that's only a... That's only a smidget of the beginning of the season. So hopefully he can come back because at the beginning of the season so far, he looks like a real return to form that he was when he was playing with Utah. Also, the, the Bruins have been struggling a little bit. I know we said we just touch on it every once in a while, every couple of weeks. The Bruins have been really struggling hard in the past couple of weeks where they open up the season. They looked really great. I just think personally they need another big superstar to keep it moving, to put the pucks in the net. They have been ahead in most of the games that they lost and then have gave away the fucking game and then lost in a shootout multiple times. And one was the Canadians, which sucks. Not a shootout, but the game of the Canadians. And that just all around sucks. Fuck the Canadians. <laughs> yeah, nobody likes that. Not guys. the people. Nobody the likes any Canadians. I'll say it. Wow. <laughs> yeah, fuck Drake. Yeah, <laughs> yeah hell yeah. <laughs> fuck Tim Hortons. Those South Park ass motherfuckers. Sorry. 
<laughs> Sorry. And I'm just kidding. I don't have anything against Canadians, but uh, I, I do have something against Drake. I don't like him. Here you go, Donnie. <laughs> Sorry, Donnie. Sorry, Donnie. Jesse, let's take it us over to the... Uh, this week, we're going to switch it up a little bit. Take you back a little smooth to the R&B, Jesse's Corner. Uh, yeah, we'll get into some R&B. We'll get into that at the end. But I want to talk about some music stuff first. Rage Against the Machine tour? Yeah. Uh, Wu-Tang saying that they want to go back on tour. I, I remember the old videos of when they first were on tour. They, like, burnt the flag and did crazy shit like that. Yeah, they were wild. Uh, yeah. They actually The tour actually already started. There's already five days. Really? Well, it's starting in March, but they have five dates in Texas, New Mexico, Arizona, and California. And March 26th is the first show. Which kind of sucks, because if you know Rage, though, if you like know what they're in and what they believe in, they're going to play Coachella, which is not kind well, like of like a Rage thing That's to one do. of the ones that is yeah, on there right not, now. And that's what a lot of their friends are kind of hating on it, because that's not like a Rage thing to do, is like play Coachella. Uh, a Rage thing. Like people, I hate fans sometimes, man. Like, you well, you're one of those fans. I... Why? Because they went and played a show. I'd go see them no matter where they yeah, were. Yeah, but you like like underground if, shit. But if I was wicked out, into them, pissed. if I was wicked into them, I would go see them still. You won't go see them? No, I'm not a big Rage Against the Machine fan. I, I would go see them. I well, always I, ran. I would go see them for the, like, the nostalgia purpose, but I, I wouldn't go see around. them because I wasn't that into them. I always ran around my family with a pocket full of shells. <laughs> That's stupid. <laughs> a pocket that. full of shells. I used to love when he goes, he goes, turn down the radio, turn off the radio now. Fuck it. Turn it off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I definitely... Rage was one of my favorite. Uh, Zach De La Roca. They, they were the huge, I feel like. they were When we were kids, they remember, were crazy. Remember when the dude climbed the fucking thing at the MTV Awards? And he was like no, swinging back and forth I on don't it. remember that. Oh, yeah, dude. They had to get security to get him down. And so he was mad high up. Like, he was swinging the pedestal, like, back and forth and shit. It was right in, like, in the I middle of the live show. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, that's crazy, dude. Uh, yeah, that was all I really had to say. That idiot Kodak Black got uh, locked up for four years, thank God. Oh, yeah. We'll give him a, a little... My bestie, my bestie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, give me, hey, a little bit. <laughs> this one's for Cardi B, too. You know? A little clap for Chuck and Cardi. <laughs> all right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? What's did that you know, look, dude? Did you know that? Did you know that Ray J has acquired the rights to make the Suge Knight movie? Yeah, he has the rights to everything with Suge and, Knight, and he's also in cahoots with Donald Trump and somebody else to try to get Suge Knight out of jail. Uh, yeah, it's all uh, the Kardashian, Kim Kardashian. Stop it, dude! That guy don't need to be out of jail. No, I don't think he should be. I'm not. I'm, trust me, I am not on the Suge Knight side on this one. For once, I'm not on the hip hop guy side. If you don't want your producers all up in your videos, yo, that's one of my, you know that's like one of my favorite things ever. Let's come over to death thing. row. Yeah. Damu, down. Yeah, I love during that whole thing there in the Source Awards and they look over at Wu Tang and they got like their security dressed as ninjas, are just sitting there. <laughs> Like, how crazy is that? Just as ninjas. Uh, speaking of Wu-Tang, Jesse, what did you think of the last episode of the uh, the series? I was I can't believe they left us with a cliffhanger like that. I mean, I kind of figured I mean, they I know the by story, the, but... By the, like, the, like the, the pace that they were moving throughout it. Yeah. But it was really cool. I, I mean, I did enjoy it. And that, so now, are they going to make another season or are they not? Because yeah, it's, sure. what cause it wasn't supposed to be. It's supposed, it was supposed to be just a miniseries and that was it. But I think that was just to see no, how it did. No, it's like the highest viewed thing on Hulu. Yeah, right oh, I'm, so I'm saying. I think it was just what they were saying that and see how it did. But I mean, And I got to see what happens with Ghostface and Riz's <laughs> sister. You God's not even in yet. He's still in prison. No, he was no, he was in it. At you the, God? He was in the last episode. Joey Badass was in the last episode. Joey Badass is not you God. We talked about this. He's yes, he inspected is. deck. He's inspected deck. I'm telling you. The bald guy? No. Show me him, and I'll tell you right now. Pause. We're gonna pause the show right yeah, now. Yeah, hold on. We're gonna look real Check quick. out hold the on. answer to this. And good thing I didn't put fifty dollars on that one. Jesse's right. Yeah. Joey Badass. I knew about hip hop again. <laughs> Which is okay. It doesn't mean I'm not going to argue my point. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, I think everyone should know that we will argue about anything and anything to the uh, to the uh, fullest with uh, a, with uh, conviction. With conviction. Yeah. So the ending of that I thought was wicked good. The way they tied everything in, especially to like the movies in the end when like Ghostface and his <laughs> homies like it's when the Wu Tang and the Shaolin have to get together for one big power. 
And he like, run, like it was yeah. just fucking. And they're all like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We love you, Rocky. Yeah. Yo, yeah. Rod, dude. I kind of like that song. Uh, did you, have you ever heard that song before? Yeah. It's so There's two funny. versions of it. Yeah, I know. The original is better than the, the new one because they couldn't clear the sample. We love you, Rocky. Yeah. <laughs> we love you, Rocky. Uh, which we love you will bring us into our final chapter, Jesse's r and yeah, yeah. There we go. Yeah. Corner. Yeah, so let's see what came out this week. I'll say, well, Donnie knows Pink Sweats. You Pink, like Pink Sweats, Sweats right? Pink Sweats is my probably my favorite new up and coming R and B artist. Well, he just had the song Honesty remixed with Jesse Reyes, and this is it right here. So I say, what if I die? Will you come in this is after Reyes. me? This, yeah, this is <laughs> This isn't Pink Sweats. Don't be on hold. First song from Jesse is R and B. What else do we got? Like oh, I said, Pink Sweats. I literally is one of my have never favorites. heard that dude before, Donnie. Now I'm gonna. I'm. The, I, You've never heard him? No. What? If you guys come along with song R and B before no. you, before we uh, put on the cap, no, no, I never heard. I him. thought no, I said Pink him Sweats. He's really literally good. his first two, like his two CDs are both absolutely yeah. fire. I can't even remember. That's right. not I'll even my up. favorite song by they're him. Called, yeah, I'll tell you what they're called. Right yeah, because I got. I'm like. A, he almost reminds me of like a Frank Ocean. He's, uh, it, that was a good. That's a good yeah. comparison. He's nasty. It yeah, is. He's, he's really good. That dude. was a re- that just came out, but that song's been out for a minute now. I would a year say. and a half, probably. Yeah. So they're called. It's just called Volume One and Volume Two are his two okay. albums. That's yeah, they're, they're fucking incredible. Out. Both of them Check back to back. See, guys, not only do you guys find out information, so do we. Yeah. So uh, I got the second one. We'll go. Jacquees King of, King of R and B is the name of the album, and this is King with Ti. You can count on me, I knew one day I'd get it Shutting shit down, now I'm the king of the city Every day a savage born And if we talking kings, that's more than one You should clap for You should clap for You should clap for I'll be the one you're throwing it back to. Put your ass in the air. I'ma kiss that boo. Your girl over there, I'ma hit that too. Karma suit your freaky says. Doggy style missionary. Bless the day I met you. Can't go nowhere. Ain't gonna let you cut my top off. Inconvertible, that Birkin ain't no knockoff. With Jet with Oprah and Denzel, I'm a player. Ain't no me and then we don't compare. Like, no, I say ain't hard for you to tell. Yeah, from the west side of Atlanta, change the street name, it don't matter. I say bankhead, I mean my hood, where I grew up, fuck that cracker. No, I don't go to Stone Mountain, cut that statue on the side. A reminder of that time when we survived genocide. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, T.I. killed that. platform. <laughs> T.I. killed that. Yeah, he did. All right, I know I have a very unpopular opinion about the album. I'm gonna be honest with you, right? 
I am I not that I even big of a fan of the album. I thought the first track was literally the best track, and the rest was kind of a letdown, and that was the first track. Yeah. I was actually disappointed. If you're going to come out with an album called The King of R&B, you better come hard on some R&B shit. With an album title like that, I thought it was going to make me want to go out there and have a few more kids, but instead it did like the complete total opposite, and it literally made me want to keep my dick in my pants. Just an honest opinion, I was fucking disappointed. You should clap for Wow, that was an yeah. honest on. review. King I, like of, the feel, I like the feel of the songs on it. King, but it, yeah, it wasn't... But King of R&B... But that's just like a statement, dude. I mean, yeah. like, no, it's not just a statement. No, it's This not. has been a big ongoing thing. He was... No, 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 I know was, that. We've already yeah. talked about this. I know no, about that. Think about and it. I, and, but the only thing is, I, I understand I, I understand that. That album, you're right. The the first ones of the... um. What's I, the, what I like them. It's not I the like them. I always well, have. Oh, the I other ones? It's not King of R and B. What's the other ones called? The mixtapes. Oh, he said he said he's put out a lot of like good a, music. There's like a, a name to. I'm not even positive what yeah. it is. But they're like they're I always some nasty liked them. Shit. I always yeah. liked them. So I was disappointed with this yeah. album. And if you're gonna come out with it, name the King of R and B. You better come out a lot hotter than he yeah. did. Yep. And that was what was so disappointing about it. And if you're another R and B artist. And you know, like you got like fucking Trey songs out there, pink and sweat, uh, pink sweats up and coming. You got a lot of talented R and B artists right now to call yourself the king of R and B, and all the R and B artists before him. Even though he did mention in the song that it was, you know, no disrespect. He's saying he's the king of R and B right now. He took over yeah. the throne. I disagree. Okay, who is the king? Uh, not him. I would <laughs> unpopular opinion here, but yeah. it was R Kelly. Yeah, right. I, I go to. I mean, I, mean, I don't point, think we can. I don't, point, I don't think we can really give it to him anymore. But no, no not the dream. No the dream. If anything, oh yeah, the past, uh, you I know what? I love the dream. You know what? I didn't even think of that. T-Pain songs. T-Pain, Trey songs. There's a lot of. I love the yeah. dream though. That's Frank Ocean. Frank Ocean. Frank Ocean. I like. Came on I literally. I like all these guys more than I like him. So yeah, yeah, for him no, to come I agree with you. Yeah, I'm like Craig Thomas. Yeah, <laughs> come on. If we like, even gonna go deep. No, Maxwell, no, I agree. No, I got you. Maxwell, Eric Benet. Yeah, you know, like, come on. There's some fucking amazing R&B artists out there. Yeah, there are. And that was kind of a letdown for the name of to be the king of yeah. R&B. So it's kind of. Eh. I was expecting the, some nice baby making music, and there I did not get that. I, did, I had a couple. There was songs there was a couple. There. The one with the baby, I liked actually. It wasn't like I haven't got that far into though. it. Huh? I only listened like the first. It was like one of the last ones. Yeah. And the one with the future, actually, and I don't really like the. I like the future better when he sings, than uh, than when he raps. No, yeah. like when he actually tries to sing with the uh, with like the fucking auto tune on or whatever. Yeah. I think he sounds better than when he like raps. Yep. Um. What was I gonna say? There was somebody else that I wanted to say that was. Oh, no! Who's really good as an R and B artist? That's uh, that's a, actually a, a rapper. Is uh, he's on the album, uh, Tory Lanez. He actually yeah. tomorrow. Well, today when this comes out today, Chicks Tape Five it comes yeah, out. Yeah, Chicks Chicks Tape is the Tory Lanez one. Yeah. Those are dope. Yeah, those are good yeah. too. Those are really good. I if like you've never listened to those, check those I, I out. Agree. Those are really yeah. good. Another he, like, Canadian. That's when he, he like mostly remixes the old '90s shit, and I but like he does that. a good job. I at like it. that. No, he really yeah. does do a good job. He was on that dude classified. I like. He put him on and, in the very beginning again. And I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna send one out there just cause I know it's not totally R&B, but he's the first person to ever mix R&B really good with rap. Shout out to my boy Max B. Hopefully he gets yep. out of jail oh, yeah, soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, he'll be out of jail soon. That's a, that's guaranteed. Max B, big of yeah. yeah, I know. Yeah. All right. Well, if you do want some baby making music, uh, <laughs> this is West Coast Love, Emotional Oranges, who is one of my like. Favorites right now, I would say they're newer too.
what's cool though I like about them? There's a guy and a girl singer. It was mostly just her and that, but that's I like another that. one I never I didn't really hear until now of these guys. Yeah. yeah, they're good. And that's about all I West have. Coast love. So yeah, if you guys like, like uh, it. if you guys like, like hearing R and B, let us know because I can do that once in a while too. Once a month we can hit them with some R and B. A little yeah. R and B tip. Yeah. yeah, of course. Thank you to all of our listeners for coming out this week for sharing. I believe we hit a uh, thousand total views this week. If not, we're like right there. I'll we're like it. right there. Thank you for sticking with us. We'll continue to give us to give you the best content we can try to make you laugh every week remember this is a month of uh thanks so be thankful for everybody around you in your life and your loved ones we'll catch you next week episode 15 we out cdj yeah, thank you so much we appreciate you all you just leave them with some wu-tang all right we're gonna leave you a wu-tang <laughs> 36 chambers is 26 years old of this week i think it was the ninth that they turned 26 that's wild <laughs> Rules for the children. Be thankful for rules. Hell yes. Yo, check, yo, yo, check the strip. Me and the guards didn't.